Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. My Talkers, happy Tuesday. A couple days away from Cat Video Festival. That's coming up on Thursday here. But right now we're hanging out with Lori and Julia in studio at My Talk 1071. What's in store for us today? Well, it's Tuesday, so I know I was productive. I went back to the shoe store where everybody knows my name. <laughs> everybody knows okay, my so name. It used to Since just be the liquor store and, and lungs and, and Lifetime. But now it's become Shoelers <laughs> because I went in there yet again today. On my shoe mission, and I told the original gal, Shelly, these hokas have too much foam for this girl. Did she say she's ever heard that before? She has. Okay. okay. She okay. has. Because sometimes she, you wonder. No, no. She said, I, ha- I have, but more, I'm in, the, I'm in the minority. Yes. But Julia, between the inserts and the shoes, I was up to $250 tennis shoe. I'm not even an athlete in any way, shape, or form. Those are not my kinds of shoes. But you ended up. With I got a, some like. You I got the know. shoe I got. I got some kind of a dance go walking I, hiking shoe. It is nice. very ugly and reminds me of your mom. I, what color? Looks did you, like a bowling <laughs> shoe. What color did you get it? Navy. In? Oh, I got it in black. I love that shoe. It's waterproof. It's. I'm uh, very excited about it. It's the most. It's a great walking shoe. Yeah. But, I was productive. I got. I played pickleball at seven a.m. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. So fun. Yeah. Um, so fun, but that is early. Well, you beat nice the morning. heat. You yeah, some of my heat. ladies like to get up. They like get up early. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Um, we got feedback. I looked at email. That's how productive I was today. I actually Hey-o. went through five hundred emails, and two of them were worth opening. <laughs> <laughs> they were. First one's from Tammy. Hi, I just have to share my new obsession. I finally discovered the series The Americans, and I bleep and love it. I'm a teacher, and I'm so glad I can enjoy six seasons during my summer break I had to share because I'm sure you watched and loved it also. Love you. Stay real. That's great. We have been preaching The Americans. Yes, uh, we have. That's great. Such a good show. And then we were looking for new TV shows for rationing. And then Steve sent us a note. Good afternoon. Just listening to your Tony uh-huh. Bennett, Lady Gaga, thoughts were wonderful. Brandy Carlisle seems to have the same type of relationship with Joni Mitchell. Um, that was a good analogy. It was. Uh, certainly does make you appreciate everyone. Have a good evening, Steve. And I remember when Lady Gaga presented with Liza Minnelli yes, at the she Oscars. Did. Yes, and she, she did. showed a lot of care. And speaking of Lady Gaga, she was at Bar Lurcott on Sunday night. Does anyone know why she was in town? No. In fact, a Barler Cod posted it on their Facebook page. Okay. That they had the pleasure of having Lady Gaga uh, there. Um, on behalf of our staff and our owners, Richard and Larry D'Amico, we thank Lady Gaga, one of the most beloved and influential singers, songwriters, and performance actors in the world, for choosing our Minneapolis restaurant. I love that. No official word. Some have speculated on a collab with Target. 
Sure. And that uh, used to be a very big thing. Yeah, yes. and the star was also spotted by an eagle-eyed uh, passerby who was walking by Barlercott and saw her in such the window. Such a beautiful location it in Loring Park. It, that's such a fun place. It it's is. It's just beautiful. Last night, we were delighted to have Lady Gaga join us for dinner. So that was yes, Sunday that's evening. That's so great. Wow. Okay, so the thing about... Um, Lady Gaga is she's teeny tiny, and with a baseball cap, you could just walk by her anywhere. You know what I mean? Uh, who said she had a baseball cap on? I didn't, but oh. I mean she could she could go incognito. Absolutely, Absol- I think a lot of people yeah. do. Yeah, I think you know I if think they want so. to. Leonardo DiCaprio now has become not incognito because all he does is wear a baseball cap and a mask. So He's the only one wearing a mask a very in the celebrity tall, world. Slightly. Pudgy on the big screen. Can you believe how fug he looks in so for the flowers? New movie? The oh, new movie. Pillars of the Flower Moon. They we saw the gave him bad teeth. They give him depression era teeth. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're brown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The chew teeth. Yeah. The chew tooth. Okay, yeah. later on in our show, we're giving away a set a pair of Jonas Brothers tickets. You just have to be the seventh caller. Not round, Not right now, but later, later. That's right. It's later. the show, not at the fair, but at the Excel in November that's called Five Albums, One Tour. And they're doing every single album, aren't well, they? Well, I don't they know. they just pick one out? I don't know. I think they're, they're doing Five Albums, One Tour. I hope they're picking the highlights from each of the things. That would be Because that would yeah. be too many deep cuts off of five albums. And people would be there for five hours. I can't believe I haven't seen Well... But that's what the tour is called, mm-hmm. Five Albums, One Tour. They demoed it, if you will, at Madison Square yeah. Garden, and people were pretty Oh, that excited. was those little special shows they did. I remember that now. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yep, yep. So this is on Sunday, November 19th. Yeah. Yes. Up. Yeah. Oh, we always get the Sunday night shows, although I did just decide to today to go to Lionel Richie and uh, Earth, Wind & Fire at the Excel on Friday night, because they're here, A, on a Friday, and B, uh... In 2019, when I saw them at the State Fair, and you were, that was such a fun He's amazing. Show. He's amazing. And so was Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yeah. yeah. And we know all their songs. We know all the songs. Yep. And um, that night was also famous because um, in a girlfriend group of friends situation, there was a falling out, and two of the women still, still don't, don't talk to each other from that night. And you want to know why? Because one of the ladies brought her guy. Not to the concert, but to the stuff before and after. And And the other girl thought that was breaking the girl code. What are you doing bringing the boyfriend? Well, whatever I did, get over it. Well, they they haven't been able to because the, the other gal was really offended that the other girl was offended. And so now two people are continuing to be offended about an offense <laughs> the rest of us can't even barely remember. And this is from 2019. 2019. Okay, that's... I'm sorry. Life's I too try periodically short. to patch things up between oh. the ladies. But basically all they want me to do is tell them what the other one is doing. Oh, that's the worst. Yeah. No, I'm you not know, when I, I never really know. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Because <laughs> those two were the besties. Yes. Oh, this is a, that's a toughie. I know. So I'm kind of excited. I'm adding another concert uh, to the list. You know, I, I have to admit after the picture, and I know we're going to talk about later of Madonna, Beyonce, uh, hearing Oprah, knowing Gilk, everyone was at Beyonce. And seeing oh. those big pictures that you guys gave me, I had FOMO. 
Oh, yeah. I that had FOMO on that one. That Beyonce. Oh. I had FOMO. Unbelievable. All right. Well, the story we can't get enough of is a doozy. We are shook. And it's. We are shook by Beyonce. this news. Yep. And it's. Yeah. Every major outlet's reporting it because it was a lawsuit that was filed and that became public records about noon today. And so that story is everywhere and we must discuss. Lori and Julia here with Ann Tressler of Tressler Law. Here's an interesting question from one of our listeners, Ann. She wants to know, can I stop my spouse from divorcing me? Well, the simple answer is no. Because we're a no-fault divorce state and you don't need a reason for a divorce, if one party wants a divorce and the other does not, the divorce will move forward. Unfortunately, these are things that you have to deal with, and that's when sometimes we're dealing with the emotional aspect. We have a lot of clients where we have to work through that to get to the point where they're understanding and engaged to get to a good settlement and accept what's going to happen. Since she didn't want the divorce, can she make her spouse pay her attorney's fees? Not necessarily. The basis to ask for the other party to pay your attorney's fees is legally under need-based or conduct-based, and both are established on a case-by-case basis. Boy, there's a lot of details with a divorce. And so this is why you should go see Ann Tressler. For a free one-hour divorce consultation, go to TresslerLaw.com or use my talk keyword, divorce. Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. So about two hours ago, a story dropped on everywhere. Deadline, Hollywood Reporter, Entertainment Weekly, Rolling Stone, Billboard, CNN people. Lizzo's backup dancers have filed a broad complaint lawsuit against her, her company, and the dance captain Captain. for Lizzo's dancers for sexual and racial harassment. And Lizzo is in Japan right now. And five hours ago, she posted some lovely photos of herself. And, you know, at the concert, she's dressed up like a Harajuku girl. And she hasn't turned off her comments. And people are just like, why aren't you addressing this? Well, it's like... You know, this was posted five hours ago when it would have been, you know, like one in the morning. And this hadn't hadn't, uh, happened yet. But it is jaw-dropping, the accusations. So here's what it is. Three of her former dancers, and by former, I just mean like this past spring in April, they left, filed a lawsuit Tuesday morning in L.A. County Superior Court against Lizzo herself, her production company, Big Girl Touring, and a woman by the name of Shirlene Quigley, Lizzo's dance team captain. And all three of the women, Ariana, Crystal, and Noel, also were in Lizzo's Big Girls, her Amazon series. Which I watched. So that goes back yeah. three, two years or whatever. And um, 2021, they, watch out for the big girls. Watch out for the big girls. And they alleged that Lizzo, her company, and this dance team captain created a hostile work environment through sexual, religious, and racial harassment, along with two vividly described uh, incidents involving bananas in Amsterdam when Lizzo was there. So um, here's what the lawyer said in the statement. Uh, The stunning nature of how Lizzo and her management team treated the dancers seems to go against everything Lizzo stands for publicly, while privately she weight shames her dancers and demeans them in ways that are not only illegal, but absolutely demoralizing. Um, the crisis meeting is happening oh, right now. Oh, right now. So the details of the suit 
describe Lizzo questioning the dancer named Ariana to her position because she'd gained weight. This same dancer, along with the other two dancers, said they all felt pressure to interact with nude performers. Well, they they were in Amsterdam. They were invited to an outing and didn't even know what it was for, but were pressured just to go, and it was something. They didn't want to go to, and 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 then the suit also says that the dance 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 captain regularly discussed her own sex life, regularly asked the dancers about their sex lives, had a party trick in which she would perform oral sex on a banana in front of the dancers, and two, excuse me, two of the three dancers know Lizzo going back to watch out for the big girls. And in April, the uh, this one dancer, she contested Lizzo's allegations that the dancers were drinking before performances. Right. And they got into a tense back and forth yeah. between the two women. Five days later, she was let go due to budget cuts. She was the only one. She was the only one. And then... About two weeks after she was let go, one of the other dancers who's in this lawsuit says her commitment was questioned, which she felt was veiled criticism because of her weight. And she claims she was fired on the spot after Lizzo discovered she'd made an audio recording of the performance notes she'd been given. The third plaintiff said she quit in response to the poor treatment of the other two women as well as she felt the dance captain who did the party trick and everything else, she did a lot of preaching of Christianity Christianity. to her. Mm -hmm. And when she, this dancer brought it up to Lizzo's production company, Mm -hmm. they, nothing was done. And when she spoke up about the firing of her two friends, she was told, well, we've never had any problems with you. And so I just want to go back on just a couple things. Oh boy. So this, this is really, it, it's, I think the thing like her attorney, the attorney for these um, three dancers is it's the very essence of who Lizzo is all about body positivity, all about being happy, working for women, supporting women, being big girls. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms and you can also find it on uappodcast.com i'm bradley trainer and i'm don mcclain we have a podcast called blinded by the item a blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out it's a guessing game and you can play along the item might be like this a-list star carries a birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Yeah. And this talks about this hostile environment where you weren't free to speak up. The reason that one woman dancer video t- audio taped and videotaped the is the result notes. result of a disability that occasionally makes her disoriented. 
And so she records it so she can watch it later. Mm -hmm. Um, And that also how people were afraid of Lizzo, were afraid to go against her. And one of them said when she decided to finally quit, allegedly, I mean, but it's in the suit, you know, One, someone else had to hold some Lizzo back from, you know, kind of slapping her in the face, like, how dare you quit on me? Mm-mm. It just... And, and the dance captain, I guess, was very uh, rigid about letting the girls use the restroom when they were having practices. And so the one... Hold your water, Sybil. Basically, yeah. and the one dancer said that she, on the regular, peed herself because she could not get... She couldn't get a bathroom break. And Lizzo... Um, you know, if, if, if this cruelty is true, I mean, the damage will be almost it, irreversible. I, I think for so her. too. I, I mean, I want her people. I, Lori keeps watching for her to release a statement and fire the dance captain who was well, also do like what, how Kelly Clarkson did when her, her staffers, yep. Filed a lawsuit about the a-hole Ellen DeGeneres producers that were left over. It took her a couple days to respond because this is a legal thing and all of that. And I'm sure Kelly Clarkson was glad to move to New York to get away from those EVPs. Kelly Clarkson's folks did not file a lawsuit. They complained. Oh, they complained about the workplace environment. Okay, they didn't come. This is a lawsuit. Yeah, This is three dancers... That are just basically saying every it, it's just heartbreaking. Well, this is and, heartbreaking. And now there are some dancers that don't work for Lizzo anymore that are saying, "Oh yeah." Well, one of them. This is a hard part. Oh, so boy. this one, um, Mrs. Davis. So when I guess Liz- girl women have been leaving for months now, yeah. and people have because maybe they've signed Lizzo something. Won't let them. Lizzo won't let them get another job in the off season, which makes them just loyal to her, but they can't afford their life. She. <sighs> You know, and, and it, she's young and doesn't know how to manage people, but or maybe, you know, whatever we're finding out. She needs to address this, disable her Instagram accounts. These three or four posts that came up from her show last night in some ad campaign are they're just flaming people. And she already gets a lot of hate and stuff. We know that anytime she posts anything, but she needs to address the sexual harassment lawsuit. Like by tomorrow morning, there needs to be a concerted thing uh, on behalf of her team. And I know she's in Japan and 16 hours sure. difference from Lori's LA. I looked at it. Where the crisis department is. I, I'm already PR. The one that, the one that, because this will get covered by all the entertainment oh. shows because they don't have anything going on because there's no actors oh, no, this out is, there. This is number one. Yeah. This is number one everywhere. The thing about. I'm in denial. Well, I, I know. Be we, we both were like, no, this can't be true. But we've read it in so many different publications right now. But the thing I will say is that. Well, we've read it in that because it's a legal. Lo- it's a, it's, a, it's lawsuit. a lawsuit. It's a broad complaint lawsuit. So everyone is going to cover this. And she's made such a platform out of bringing awareness and positivity to harass. And then, of course, some of the other more tabloidy uh, things really detailed. Because the lawsuit deals Things like when they're in Amsterdam, how things quickly got out of hand at a club. Lizzo began inviting cast members to take turns touching the pressuring, pressuring performers, catching her. dildos launched from the performers' vaginas, eating bananas that were protruding from performers' vagina, and that, yes, that Lizzo goaded and pressured people. 
And, um, oh, dear. It's coming at it from so many religious, religious, you know, pressure. Well, that's that's what you have to do when you do uh, when you do uh, sexual racial harassment. You have to detail what that is specifically. Mm -hmm. They don't let you. Otherwise, people would just be filing nonsensical lawsuits right away. That's all the stuff is in the detail of the story. So they're suing for general and. Uh, special damages, punitive attorney fees, and um, of course, no one's answering. And Lizzo's people are not responding because they need to talk to her. Absolutely, they need to have a, they how need they're going to gonna figure yep. this out. But it's jaw dropping and it's bad. Yep, we'll keep you posted if we hear more during We're our show. We're not going to hear anything more today. You know, nope, not till tomorrow. Even from other he, dancers and people. Oh, that's already out mm-hmm. there. But you know, you don't know who they are. Right. Could be just anybody on Twitter, or Instagram saying that. It's shocking, though, right, Grant? Very, very, yeah. very, it's very shocking. You guys summed it up pretty well there, too. Wow. Yeah, here for MSP Airport. So I'm looking at, I love their MSP Airport website. It's so good. MSPAirport.com. Yeah, Terminal 1, 71% full, and it's only Tuesday. Right. So if you're going out to either terminal, I would say book your parking in advance to not have to sweat that. And it's so easy. Go to MSPAirport.com. You can, right there, it talks about parking. You can choose from the three different lots. You save money per day, and all the lots, you easily book it. Um, up to 12 hours before you leave, then you have the peace of mind that you've got a spot. Mm-hmm. You get a QR code to get in, a QR code to get out. You save money, and it's simple, and it's stressless. And you save time, too, with that QR code. you get got to get out in the fast lane. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's so awesome. And also, the reserve program is a big hit at Terminal 2, where you can pre-book going through TSA. They've expanded the times, 3.40 a.m. to 8 a.m., noon to 4 Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. We've got another edition of the Low J Book Club, and we have a New York Times bestselling author, returning author to our show because we had her on last summer for We Lie Here. Her book birthday today for her fantastic new book, What Never Happened, is today. Hi, Rachel. Hi, Rachel. Hi. How Thank are you? Thank you for having me back. You're, You're so welcome. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. Oh, Thank you, you for wishing me a good book birthday yes yes it is a book birthday that's so exciting and you know we were huge fans we discovered you last year with we lie here and by your brilliant publicist grace yes yes and um (laughs) read what never happened and um just was oh what a page turner amazing characters if you could give people the setup of your your next greatest thriller Sure. Um, our heroine this time is Coco Weber, and she is returning to Catalina Island, where 20 years ago um, her family uh, was murdered in a home invasion. And now she's going to reclaim the house that her family bought, but someone's on the island, uh, they don't want her there. And she has to figure out if this is a, a new thing or if this is connected to her uh, history uh, 20 years ago. So, yeah, she's an obituary writer also. So I, I, I got to 
create uh, obituaries for some of the victims uh, on this island. Uh, and you know, I yes. I love I'm a mm-hmm. I'm an avid obituary reader, Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I, I did I was in I I loved I did like that part of the character development, even as yeah. as Coco, you know, she gets a couple of her obituaries written about her and how she's going to die that was really that was such a scary twist can you imagine that that someone actually sends you your own obituary and 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 you're living Mm -hmm. yeah no she you know this is her way of honoring uh people and she didn't have a chance to do this for her family because she was so young Mm -hmm. and going through so much but you know this is her way of honoring them as she's also getting a chance to be nosy, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, good obituary writers get to figure out and, and hear family histories, which is perfect for a locked island mystery, right? Yeah, and, and your book opens it, with, I mean, bam, yes. it, it, we, yep. the thing that you, the setup, you know, with her family, I mean, that's how the book opens and so for yeah. that reason it's just an incredible page turner because you're you don't have books that start out like that very often yeah yeah <laughs> well i wanted i wanted to um people to meet her so that they can understand early on why she is the way she is mm-hmm. why she is mistrustful why she does have reluctance coming back to this place right um i wanted her you know i like complex heroines yeah because as you've heard me say women we we are complex people yes we are we are everything and we react to things and we're not always so strong or always so upright so yeah i i really wanted to get that out the way that she is uh experiencing trauma even though it's 20 years later Mm -hmm. okay so so um with the book is what never happened which is a great title um rachel hoswell um hall is with us today rachel you said that you um were inspired by the true story among the netflix true crime kind of um documentary slash no it was it wasn't it was a series but it was based on a true crime crime the witcher Uh, the watcher Watcher. are you're all right i'm not talking i'm not talking anymore today (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm done. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yes, so um, the story, the true story behind that Netflix series, uh, it came out, maybe it was Vanity Fair or Vice or something, and I believe it happened in Connecticut where mm-hmm. this young family moved into a house, and someone did not want them there and started sending them uh, letters and really creepy, creepy things, and they still don't know who uh, was responsible for that. And so the family eventually, they moved out. Mm -hmm. They lost a lot of money because, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it was like a million-dollar house or something, Mm -hmm. but they could not uh, handle being stalked and haunted like that. And so when I read that, I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, you filed that away? Even more complicated, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, and how about Catalina Island? Do you have a connection uh, to Catalina? Yeah, so I live in Los Angeles. I'm a native. And Uh Catalina Island is 26 miles off the coast of uh, Los Angeles now. It's a part of Los Angeles County. And, you know, the law enforcement there is Los Angeles, the school district Los Angeles, but it is such a, a different world over there. You don't even 
you know, get to drive a car if you're just moving there because it's, you know, it's tiny. The the waiting list to get your car, to drive a car on Catalina Island is like 26 years. Wow. So everyone, you know, drives around on you know, golf carts. So it's like, it's a part of Los Angeles. It's uh, the place that as an L.A. kid, you go for field trips yeah. and outdoor education. And you see this perfect, perfect place with all the sun and the saltwater taffy and the mm-hmm. great seafood. But you know that it's not as perfect as it seems. So well, I wanted to delve into what really is going on for the people who are actually living there. And, and I love that because Catalina does kind of, you know, uh, have a mystique about it, but it also has, you know, I always think of Catalina Island, and I immediately think yeah. of Natalie Wood. I knew you were going to say that. Oh, oh, yeah. oh she, oh yeah, my. Natalie Wood. It, because, yeah. think about it, mm-hmm. L.A., they, they didn't really investigate that night. There were so <laughs> many things, Rachel, that they, that, that the sheriff, that they overlooked. Yeah, yeah. You're the first person that actually, that you reminded me of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it kind of, and that was right in the harbor, in Kelly Har- in mm-hmm. Avalon's Harbor. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, it does have this history of uh, of, of death and uh, things co- being covered up and not mm-hmm. being talked about. So yeah, it was it was, and no one's really written many mysteries about it. I don't. I know Michael Connolly just uh, had a mini series, a limited series. Yes. But I don't know many stories. That take place on Catalina. You're so, so. right about that. Mm-hmm. My nephew was yeah. in forestry and went out there to do an internship, and he just said there oh, were yeah. so many wild pigs. Yeah, yeah, like crazy. No, it's, it's, it's crazy. They're bison on one side of the island, mm-hmm. and you know, uh, really swanky hotels on the other yeah. side. So it's 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 interesting, and for the residents, they're having you know a difficult time because. Housing is expensive. Sure. There's limited housing. They're, they can no longer develop anywhere. Um, the people who do own some houses is all turning into Airbnb. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the people that are working in these hotels and on the beach and all that, they, they're, you know, living in apartments and just getting by. Rich yeah. people so, are taking yeah, over all the cool towns. Well, <laughs> this is why right. I don't stay on Airbnbs. Yeah. But I, because yeah. it contributes Same. to local people that live in those communities not having a place to live right exactly exactly so that uh fascinated me and just how protective they are of the ecology of the environment of catalina Mm -hmm. they're they really do try to get rid of any invasive spirit uh species there because you know, there's not a lot of water, mm-hmm. and if you have plants that don't belong there taking that water, then, you know, what's supposed to be there dies. Yeah. And that is actually a big theme in this book, what and who belongs there and who and what doesn't. And someone thinks Colette does not belong there. Mm-hmm. She's not a part of this island. I loved so, Colette. Yeah. yeah. I loved Colette. I loved everything about her. Oh, thank you. Yes. yes. You're such a fun. good writer, and you know how to spin a thriller. Uh, yeah, I don't know. How, how did you get to be such a good write, uh, writer, Rachel? Can you answer that? <laughs> no, I can't. But, I, you know, I, I read a lot. I'm very curious. And I, I write a lot. I'm very interested in the complexities of life and um, making sure that it's as honest as I think it should be. Mm-hmm. You know, and I like writing interesting women when Coco's on. I love her. Oh. She's 
She's yes. a trip. Yes, she mm-hmm. really, she really was. She was such a good um, thief. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that 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 just and was we funny. All know women like that, right? Yeah. Women who sit in the living room eating Vienna sausages and watching the stories. <laughs> right. I love that. I love that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, we have to ask you, um, Rachel. What's the last great book you read? I am currently reading All the Sinners Bleed by S.A. Cosby, Sean Cosby. Oh, yeah. You know, the world knows that he is an incredible uh, crime writer, um, Southern writer. Mm -hmm. He actually was uh, just was included on President Obama's uh, summer reads list. Yes. And he's just a great guy. He's a friend. And he is another one who uh, who tells great uh, stories with a lot of setting and honesty so Mm -hmm. yeah i'm reading him right now. okay and rachel how do you feel like any of your friends friends how are the writers um you know part of the wga the writers that are striking how are they Uh, feeling it seems like uh it's pretty depressing it is depressing and you know we're we're all in this together um we're all creatives uh we all should be uh, paid and, and honored for what we do for people, for society, for our entertainment. Mm-hmm. It's not easy to write anything. Right. And to the thought of AI even being considered to take the place of, you know, flesh and blood humans who have loved and lost and mm-hmm. were as complex as we are, saying a robot can do that. It's insulting. It is. Beyond. So we're all, yep. Yeah, we're all in this together. We're all in this together. Uh, well, Rachel, we're all in on your any of your books, but I your know. latest, and it's its book birthday today, What Never Happened. It's a thriller that's just absolutely fantastic and a page turner, and we're always so happy to talk to you, and we'll read everything you write. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me on. Yes. Absolutely. So, do you already have your next book in the... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Are you a book a year? Are you kind of a book a year, do you think? I try to hit a book a year. Yeah. I, I like I like that. Yeah. yeah. It's nice. So, well, we, yeah, we're happy you do that. We like reading you. Yeah. So I guess we'll talk to you next summer. <laughs> yeah. Yes, you will. Yes, you will. All right. Thank Rachel, you. And, good to talk to you. And your letter Thank that you. Grace included on your publicity that you wrote about, um, you know, if you're like me, wondering if you land in this happy town and then you start to think what else is happening there. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. yeah. Thank right. you. Brilliant. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thanks right. so much. All right. We're going to, we've okay. got two. Thanks Bye, so Rachel. much. We've got two books to give away. Give us a buzz at 651-641-1071. And we're going to take a break and be right back. Alexis Podcast. Grant here for Hoffman Weber Construction. As I've said many times, they are the hometown experts when it comes to siding, windows, roofing, doors, gutters, and even solar. They have been in this town for over 30 years. And Mike and the Hoffman Weber team, they had a show here at my talk on Sundays for years. And like I said, I'm really excited to be able to tell you about Hoffman Weber and construction and what they can do for you and how they can make your summer a little bit more relaxing. Now, we're in the dog days of summer. You might be heading on the cabin, getting that last summer vacation in before school. That's the perfect time to get your siding fixed, your windows done. Maybe if your roof had some hail damage from the recent severe weather that came through town, this is the perfect time, like I said, to get that done. And the crew over at Hoffman Weber Construction will take care of everything from start to finish. Come out to your house, 
check out the damage, then all you have to do is simply call the insurance company to set up the claim and they will take it from there. There is not a better way to do it and not a better team to work with. I've done it myself with Jason. He is fantastic and he's helped me get my roof fixed as we speak. So if you want the same experience I have, go to Hoffman Weber Construction and go to hwconstruction.com. Whatstopper.com. I don't think it's right to call us a strictly talk radio station. It's not all talk. At least a third of it is laughter. My Talk 1071. Joey got a little feedback. Uh, Lady Gaga was in town and at Barler Cot on Sunday night because of the Starkey event that happened Saturday night in town. Oh, that makes absolute yes. sense. That Starkey event always draws yes. big names. Yes. I've got a lot of friends that work there. they don't have a red carpet anymore. No, well, back in the day we carpet. used to do they it. They used to, and then there was a little bit of you know. Yeah. I don't know what happened. Well, well, they had a little internal debacle. Yeah, remember right. the company? That's yeah. right. Yeah, <laughs> there was right. a little internal debacle that yeah. happened. And the things one time I that. went as a guest of the Starkey, a friend of mine had a table. I bought the Playboy package. I remember that for twenty five hundred dollars. <laughs> it was the airfare, two nights at the Four Seasons, a hundred dollar gift card, and a private tour for four people of the Playboy Mansion. Wow. And Grant, I spent $2,500, and Casey and I had an agreement, like we talked, if we spent over 500 at that time. Oh, no. And I remember this woman saying, I, I, my husband really wants to bid on this, but I've told him what a big fan that you've always wanted to see the mansion. Right. So, so he, I was the lone bidder. She was the I lone bidder. She was just getting, it, just getting going. it going. I just got it going oh, under no. the influence, but I'm so You glad. had a blast. Oh, it was before it. It was while it was still the mansion. Yeah. Half was still alive, yep. and uh, uh, Warren Cowan's PR team. What and a, an experience! We <laughs> went with the two cousins. Yeah, it was yeah. super, super That's fun. Cool. But I was like, I got to get back on the red carpet. I can't afford to go to this party. <laughs> You oh, know, silent auctions sometimes are dangerous. Especially when alcohol is involved. But <laughs> it was airfare, and it was two nights at the Four Seasons, which you, that alone is, is 700 bucks a say, night. Yeah. That's 1400 Yeah, And the mansion is priceless. Right. Oh, that is, you know? a, yeah. Well, isn't it even, it's not even the same thing anymore. So no, you saw the original. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So on Sunday night, the reason I had Grant play uh, the Madonna, uh, or Beyonce Madonna Break My Soul remix, is that Sunday night, uh, at MetLife Stadium, the Madonna or Beyonce show was there, and uh, Oprah Winfrey went out for the first time in like twenty five years with Gail and um, was grooving with Tina, Beyonce's mom, and who filed for divorce from the soap opera yeah, star last week. But be, uh, Oprah, first of all, she hasn't seen a concert in so long, but she was absolutely giddy. Gail talked about it, you know, and then Madonna was also there, and when. They and Beyonce does do the Break My Soul remix where it's the Madonna one. Yep. And um she uh she shouts out to Madonna because Madonna was there with uh, um some of her kids. Her kids. And she said, Big shout out to the Queen Queen Mother Madonna, we love you. And then of course backstage they pose together. We got a rare sighting of her five year old daughter Rumi. 
Mm-hmm. And Beyonce's. Yeah, Beyonce and just like Blue Ivy, tall. Yeah. Those kids have long legs between Jay-Z and Beyonce, but it's the cutest photo. And there's a photo of Madonna kind of like, and it looked like this VIP section. Good, mm-hmm. And it looked like Oprah and Gail were right there too. Yep, I'm watching it. But all I could think about was, because that show is such a spectacle. Her staging is so incredible, right? I've never oh, seen anything like it. That's like we talk, my favorite thing, and I sorry to interrupt no. you, but when she when she unveiled her wardrobe every single time, just this beautiful oh. goddess laying on the screen, and then, like I said, this laser that would go across the screen and dress her in that, and then she would come, come out, out in, in that. that dress, and it was just... She has more thigh-high yeah. spangle, and every show she's debuting new looks. She's, everyone's getting at least one or two outfits that hadn't been seen She's before. so gorgeous. Oh, I mean, the beautiful. picture, because we posted it, she's so gorgeous. Mm. Beautiful. So, but Madonna's looking at her, and I just thought, oh, Madonna, I don't know if you should It was the night gone. she was supposed to be performing here, here. was Sunday night. Yeah, I just thought, I don't know if you should be watching this show, the pressure that you're going to feel, and Madonna Guess what's happened? The European leg isn't starting until December now, not October. So, so the whole tour is back six months. And starting yep. in reverse with yep. Europe first. And yep. she looked then in the photo. She kept her bug-eyed sunglasses on, which bugged me when everybody else, you can see their eyes. Yeah, it's it's something. I, I It always drives me crazy. Yeah, I, even, you know, if Madonna wants to wear glasses, because I am a fan, you know, like I am sensitive to the fluorescent yes, lights. Yes, I know. You can get lighter glasses. Yeah, you, you don't can. need to wear your dark, bug-eyed, completely cataract-looking jack- yeah. uh, glasses inside. And she had on a funny little um, boxer short and blazer ensemble that looked like pajamas. Very much so, mm-hmm. but uh, I bet uh, she's got a gusset. She looked good. So she didn't have to pull down the romper. Oh, you're so funny. <laughs> you're so funny. But Gail, but in the video is um, Oprah's lost a lot of weight. Oh, yeah. Gail King, I've noticed because we watch CBS this morning. We watch them all. She's mm-hmm. lost a lot of weight. Madonna looks great. I mean, these well, women. Madonna all, looks thin from she being does. sick. She does. And Tina Knowles, Beyonce's mom, is gorgeous. And Beyonce is so oh. beautiful. She's in person. It's like. She's beautiful. You can't, you can't got, even believe it. We're speaking about musicians now. We got a nice message from Shelly about Sinead O'Connor. And we got several of these. Oh, yeah, Ashley. we did. Thanks for giving her a tribute. Yeah, that was she, cool. She's been a huge fan of Sinead's since the 80s saying we didn't do right by her and it had hard for me it was heartwarming to hear such support for her in our station and she says and a little brave yeah it made me appreciate us so that's yeah. sweet yeah so we're getting like a lot of oh gosh anyway lots of fun stuff is happening on our on our email but the the lizzo thing that we talked about earlier mm-hmm. is just there's it's got the it's got people shook it really does and our friend tony was at her Paris concert, mm-hmm. and she just said all she does is talk about positivity. We saw that. We did. And we saw that in concert. And all, all yeah. the women and everything talks about him. But and you watched her Amazon show. She I won did. an Emmy for that. Show. I did. I mean, I really want her team to figure this out. And you can bet that they're trying to figure. I mean. The dance captain needs to go quickly. Yeah, she needs to go immediately. And she was on the Big Girls show, the yeah. TV show. She was. She was the dance captain. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you know, Lizzo is gonna. This is a hard reckoning because you're now also gonna have other people that have experiences. Whether you know, 
how, like, to what extent were they dancers? But other people will come forward. We know this from other stories. Yeah. When one of our heroes. Even Ellen. People came out of the woodwork after that was kind of announced. Well, because you're scared to to bring it up. I mean, Ellen, you know, we knew a long time ago. We knew about Ellen. Yeah, yeah. We were told about Ellen Mm -hmm. one of our first years out at the SAG Awards. Yeah, we were. They're like, everyone in Hollywood knows two things are true. You will get a parking ticket in West Hollywood and Ellen DeGeneres is the meanest woman in Hollywood. <laughs> that that was one of our said. warnings. That was really Yeah, so, you know. Anyway, I don't we don't want this to be true about Lizzo, no. but I want them I want you know, I want her to take action and figure out what if it is she, true what she's going to yeah. do about it. Yeah, yeah. and how she's going to address it. Oh. That's a hard. That's all right. All right. We're going to take a quick break. Remember, I'm going to save my music interpolation.